You know, some say that the best defense is a good offense. Well, clearly, the best way to make the most money in basketball is to not play basketball. <laughs> it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Hit me with that. <laughs> That was bad. That was real bad. It was not good. It's uh, we're working off the dome here today, guys. Um, I, I, I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm kind of discouraged as a basketball fan with the with the most recent KD news. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's the Hoops and Appetizers podcast. It's your host Don Denham. With me, as always, is my fellow bro host for life, my fellow Maz fan for life, my bro host. I even messed up the intro. Uh, Mr. Ruben Samas, how are you today, man? Good. Tired. It's my first full week of work. I get you. Uh, well, uh, bless your heart. Uh, best of luck with the kiddos. Um, it is, I've been working this entire time, so, uh, that's... Yeah? Uh, yeah. Hell, Stronger I'm, I'm, than make, I am. I'm, I'm making dinner as we speak. Um, I, I guess the first thing I want to get off my chest is just like, we just heard more Katie news that he's basically made some sort of ultimatum, apparently, about Steve Nash and uh, Bobby Marks or him. He won't return if they are back. If they are there, I it's Mar- it's Marks and Nash. He he wants both those guys gone. He, both of them gone, or he's not coming back. I is it a comeback story if you don't show up? <laughs> for, for your I, job, I, like I guess. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like this is just a whole different thing of like the. I hate to say like the player empowerment era. I mean, like, I think this is actually swung so far to be like the player, like getting in its own way era. Like, this is silly. This is this is beyond a point where I am willing to listen to it. Like. Like, man, you came here to have a customizable situation that was customized to your preferences, and it's gotten you, you know, multiple playoff exits. Like, early playoff I, exits, too. Early like playoff early. exits. <laughs> now, granted, like deep it's on them for spending a bunch of money on someone that just got off of an ACL injury. And. In all fairness, he did his part of his job during the regular season as far as a producing star. As you know, much as he could. As much, much as he, he could. could. <laughs> I, but I, now, I, man, this just, it sucks to kind of like hear about. Like at this point, it does sound like whiny baby shit. Like it is like, man, you are getting paid more than God to not play ba- or to be upset that you are playing basketball in not the exact fashion that you want. I don't quite understand it. It's not like they got, from what I gather, they got Steve Nash because they wanted Steve Nash. So no. I, I think Kevin Durant wanted to fire Kenny Atkinson. So they fired Kenny Atkinson and brought Steve Nash in. And now he's not happy with Nash. So it's like, dude, like, who, like what, what's, 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 the, what's the end game here? Like, who do you want as coach? Like, earnestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what solves this. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't really... I'm just kind of disheartened as a as a sports fan. I'm like, man, this kind of sucked. That like, one. I mean, KD was my favorite non-Maverick prior to Golden State. You know, like I just love, yeah, I love him as a player. I just think he was just great. And like, just 
It's kind of being a whiny asshole now. And it's just like, you got everything you wanted. You got a max deal off of a, like, historically one of the worst injuries you could ever have. And it's still, just none of it's, it's all them, it's all their fault. It's all them fucking up. It's not, it, I don't it get is, it. It is interesting that, uh, so like, our owner is on Twitter. Um, sure. found it recently, found it recently that Joe Sai is on Twitter. Interesting. Um, and it's interesting just kind of seeing, like, I don't think Joe Sai really tweets a lot, or is, like, very interactive on Twitter, but, like, he's just like, yeah, we're gonna do what's best for the franchise. And I'm like, well, I mean, like, they kind of put you in a really hard position, man. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Like, I personally, like, you still have KD, who is, like, getting older, obviously, but he's still KD. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, like, from what, from what I've heard from, like, the Nets fans that I know, like, Steve Nash didn't really do anything. <laughs> like, you know, like, he really wasn't running any sets. He wasn't, like, actually, like, being, uh, which I'm sure that wasn't his job originally anyway. It was to not, was to just be a figure. I guess, like, but what does KD want? Like, fucking Tom Waits, Thibodeau coming in, you know, <laughs> drawing up plays and kicking their ass, getting on their ass about playing defense? Like, no, like, that's what Atkinson did incorrectly, apparently. So, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I'm just, like, this. it's just, it's interesting, like, seeing all the news about this and, and of course, like he reiterated, you know, I need, I need a, I need to get traded or something. I need to get traded or marks and gnashing to go. And it's for me, it's like, damn it, dude, this isn't gonna be solved until like a week before the season starts. And right, then, then finally, like more, more dominoes can fall, and then maybe we'll grab somebody. I don't know. I, I just but, don't even care for it for content's sake. You know, like it's just not fun to talk about like these. Like, I don't find it interesting. Like. It, it it's just like it's not even talking about game fit anymore. It's it this this has turned NBA talk into fucking Bravo. It has turned this shit into real housemen of the NBA. The I'm real housemen. I'm fucking tired of it, my dude. It's so goddamn played out. Like, and it's like uh, I think even like Rosillo said on his pod some time ago. Like he was just like, man, like looking back at like how much people like. People just like absolutely slaughtered LeBron for his, you know, him leaving and the decision and all that. It's like, man, dude left in free agency where his contract was up. That was nothing. As opposed to I have signed multiple years at, at, with just max out deal. And, you know, and I want this to my exact specifications. And nope, still not good enough for me. I'm like I just I, I don't get it. I just can't can't deal with it. I'm I'm, I'm becoming at at thirty soon to be thirty two. Wait, soon to be thirty three. Shit! Holy shit! Yeah, like I, I like I am feeling like old man on cloud. Like Jesus Christ! On like, cloud or yelling at cloud? Yelling at a cloud while on a cloud because I am indeed part of the problem because we're talking about it right now. But also, also, it's just like, man, this just feels like... I don't know. Like, I I don't have really any, like, notions of, like, oh, man, I just want them just to do it for the game. It's just like, well, no, I mean, I do want them to, like, to at least honor their contracts, (laughs) you know? Like, I do want them them to play basketball at some point. Like, that that is something that I do want. Like, I am old-fashioned because I am tired of trade talks without any concept of whether or not any, it actually any matters. Yeah. yeah, like, you move nothing. Yeah, just, which, I mean, like, we're in August. Yeah, in August, I know. Like, 
this is the longest off season we've had since like 2019. <laughs> like That's... we don't have off. So. Well, but I also hate that there's like a pressure for a lot of the for these leagues to feel like we need to be talked about all the time, and like the league has shown there's like basically we just have too much metrics on our goddamn audience now that like if we talk more about this stuff, like engagement goes up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same reason that Sports Center's Instagram is basically Snapchat now. It is the dumbest shit ever. It no, Sports Center has now turned into the Chive. Like, holy shit! What a throwback, the dude. Exactly. It's shit. still happening, man. It's still at bars. Like, it's just like, hey, you want to see dogs on water skis and guys getting hit in the nuts? Here you go. Here's here's your, here's something that will keep your bar patrons entertained without having to read a subtitle. Let's go. All right, guys, let's let Don uh, eat his food a little bit. I'm going to bring up Justin. Please. Don can, have, Don can eat real quick. <laughs> You're good. Justin, the man with the scariest fucking profile picture. I do it just for you. I know I you do. It. I know you do. <laughs> um, a couple of points. Uh, one, the, the thing that Don brought up about um, fulfill your contract I kind of wish that we would stop having that conversation or, or holding holding the athletes to a higher standard than we hold the teams because teams move on from contracts before they're up all the fucking time and nobody ever says shit. Um, two, um, the KD stuff is just really weird to me because, it, like, we all – shit on LeBron, right, for, for basically handpicking his team and his GM and all that and not being able to win anything. But KD's done the exact same thing for the last three or four years and and has had way less success. So um, it's really weird to me that you would bitch about, like, your situation when you are the one that put yourself in that situation. Absolutely. This is not the same thing as uh, the poor management. Like I would even argue the AD situation is kind of, or uh, him moving to LA as much as I don't like that look either, considering, you know, he had a lot of years left before he committed back. Like, the Pelicans have been a, just a, a, well, the New Orleans franchise for however long they have had one has been pretty poorly mismanaged. And, yeah. I... Exa- and so, like, I agree that, like, yes, there needs to be some give and take there. But uh, I, I think you and I are loudly agreeing with each other that um, <laughs> that that I think Katie is at this point in the wrong, at least publicly. Like, who knows if this is all smoke and mirrors in order to just draw out more, you know, apply more pressure or whatever. Um, yeah, like if if Nash is if Nash is like truly not doing anything, not coaching them at all, he's just a figurehead. Uh-huh. Then I I can kind of see why you would want to get rid of him as a player. Like I, I get that, but I, to all to all of my knowledge, I, I don't think that's I don't believe that's what Nash would do. Like because I, I know that's not the type of player he was, and I just can't see that you know somebody changing that drastically from from being a player to a coach now 
that they go from being the most invested to now they've got no effort, you know, don't care. They're just there to get a paycheck. Yeah, there's something about the the consistency of one's actions uh, that that is come, that's coming into question with Nash, where it's like, well, he hasn't acted this way at any point in his career, be it as a broadcaster or a pundit or a guest or a player. I guess he's out as a coach. I guess he's just turned into Byron Scott, who you know clocked in and then went to golf, basically. <laughs> what a life. Well, I mean, in all fairness, if you have the opportunity, you should do it. Like, yeah. you know, poop on company time, folks. It's the only way to do it. Absolutely. Ten minutes a day gets you 40 hours <laughs> at the end of the year. My Got man. it. <laughs> Got it. Appreciate you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Uh, so pivoting from uh, KD news, we also have some Brooklyn news, actually. Um, so this week, uh, Woj had a tweet saying that we – was saying Brooklyn's director of scouting, uh, Matt Riccardi, is joining the Dallas Mavericks and he's here for an office role. Um, he was with the Nets for 13 years. So he's been through quite a, quite a few different um, versions of that team. Um, he started off as an intern. Uh, he started off as an intern uh, from under Rod Thorne. Um, and eventually uh, now he's he was the, um, the head of scouting, which is really cool, um, or director of scouting. Um, he's from Plano. Uh, he actually went to University of Texas at Tyler for both his bachelor's and his master's. So that's pretty cool. Um, I have never seen anybody from there. Uh, apparently he like literally like drove all the way from Plano to East Rutherford to interview, like literally just drove up there. That's fucking insane. <laughs> um, trying to think of anything else. Um, like he's, he's one of the guys that like was really, really wanted to, uh, they, because one of the guys I was really rooting for, like Spencer Dinwiddie, to get signed uh, when he was a uh, GM for the uh, Long Island Nets. Um, you know, saw him play and wanted him. Um, he's also responsible for you know getting guys like John Kilpatrick, uh, Yogi Ferrell, Theo Pinson, uh, Timothy Luel Cabro, and uh, Chris Chioza, um, or some guys like he's been, kind of been a part of uh, drafting. So it seems like a lot of his like the guys that he's been able to spot are like. Guys that maybe don't aren't like the they're not not exactly a murderer's superstar. row of, of of prospects. <laughs> yeah, but hey, like he's, he's he's at least hit on a few of those guys. You know, like Yogi Ferrell, despite being five seven, had a great you know had a great couple years in the league. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie right now is kind of he's having a little renaissance right now, so that's good. Um, he was also apparently he's also like known as like a, a a players kind of guy because like Sean Livingston like loves the guy apparently. Um, I mean, cool. Like it's a cool story. Like you know, from Plano, you know, literally drove fifteen hundred miles to interview, you know, as an intern under you know for the Nets back when they were New Jersey. That must so, have been a. That must have been when gas prices are cheaper. I would imagine. Absolutely. Um, he said so. I'm, sorry, I'm reading this off of uh, off of Nets Daily, um, saying that uh, he joins Jason Kidd, Sean Sweeney, and uh, uh, Andrew Baker, the capologist, as three X. Our former Nets front office staff guys. So that's pretty cool. Um, I guess also, like, I don't know if this is good. <laughs> the, I, like, can you say that the Nets have been made a successful roster? I mean, I mean, so a lot of it, a lot of it's just like, hey, if a guy like KD and Kyrie want to go to your fucking team, you take it. Like, maybe not now, but like, definitely, like, whenever this happened, like four years ago, I would, you know, I'd be like, yeah. But how much of that is roster construction? That it is just, yeah, okay. 
I don't know. I yeah, we'll, yeah, know. we'll clear the cap. I mean, I mean, sure, there's some skill in clearing cap space and having some relationship with people in order to bring them in. But it's like, all right, cool. We brought in now four stars that none of them want to play Nets basketball. Be it Kyrie, Katie, James Harden, and who knows if Ben Simmons will ever suit up again. And like, I also don't think that James Harden trade was. Both James Harden trades make little sense to me. Like, Both of us? I think so. Because, I mean, like, I, I don't think they got good enough assets back from the original James Harden trade. Oh, no. They didn't. And I think <laughs> trading, like, aside from, I mean, like, what, uh, aside from getting, uh, well, they gave away Steph, right? Or, wait, it's Seth, Seth went from Philly to Brooklyn. So that is, that is. That is a positive, ultimately. That's but it. I mean, like, sorry, I'm I'm not super well versed no. on the entire uh, transaction sheet of the of the Nets, but I, it just doesn't seem like they've like produced like quality stuff. Like, I understand. I'm trying to think. Like, maybe Denver would be like an interesting one where it's like, hey, we haven't had the best luck, and we're not in the best market, but we've developed some great players. These guys, yeah. Like the 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 guy that just signed a huge contract in Minnesota came from the nuggets and i'm like okay you know what there's a lot there that you can brag about you know here's this you know i I just don't know what have been the wonderful successes of the nets that have been like this guy needs a promotion i mean or 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 maybe yeah Yeah. again sounds like player guy sounds like at the very least not a negative but like i don't know the track record to me is not something i'm 100 percent sold on i guess is what i'm getting at uh he had a a cumulative gpa of 3.97 in undergrad, so he got me beat by by almost a full point. <laughs> Let's see, I'm, I'm, he's yeah, literally but can on he shred on guitar. I'm, I'm looking at LinkedIn. Uh, no, but he did play on the uh, University of Texas Tyler's uh, team apparently on their basketball. That just means it means he's tall. I already don't like him. And he, I don't, just like I'm look. It's weird looking at like people's like LinkedIn's, like that are like actually like really like important people and like oh you know relatively important people like in society like you know director scouting operations is a it's a pretty big job i'm just looking at stuff like he was the assistant men's basketball coach for tyler teaching he was a ta apparently like basketball summer camp director at at plano senior high school for three years apparently um anyway interesting i think it's interesting like you know that we signed this guy like i know I had one or two friends be like, oh, that's a good hire. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't really know anything about it. Like, maybe we'll draft better. I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe. that's maybe, I mean, like, maybe, maybe if we're looking at it. If, if, yeah, if his specialty is finding diamonds in the rough, and, you know, our, our draft picks will be in the rough for a while. Yes, hopefully. So, uh, <laughs> I, I would, I'm going to hedge my bet on that. I think we'll probably yeah. be okay. Um, especially with the uh, Christian, what, oh, wait. Uh, never mind. Next point. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, really quick, uh, the Dallas Wings, who are com- currently competing for a playoff spot, uh, they're up 11, like nine points or eleven points on the New York Liberty, who are also fighting for a playoff spot. So that's cool. <laughs> Good for them. Um, it's Morbin time. It is. It's Morbin time. Uh, speaking of Morbin time, um, let's talk about movies. Why the fuck not? It's sausage. Yes. Oh, real quick. Uh, before we get more in depth into 
our basketball cinema. If Christian Wood played great in Houston and no one's around to see it, did it really happen? <laughs> did it? St- statistics be damned. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I've only I've only I only ever saw him twice, like two or three times, maybe the entire year. Like I did not not watching. Well, I'm I'm just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. What else can I say? All right. Let's let's talk basketball movies. Um there haven't been a lot of great ones as I am like going through the, once we came up with this spot. <laughs> yes. Bro. I was like, "Oh, this is actually not as good of a bit as we hoped." But I'm excited to hear yours. What is what is your do you want to go third to second or to or, or are we just saying top 3? Top three, no order. Just like whatever. Okay, top three. All right, cool. Well, what's your first one? Let's go for it. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. That is actually on my list as well. God, Fuck. it's such a goddamn good movie. That's <laughs> yeah, such a good it. fucking movie, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad. That they're, I'm so mad that they're gonna like. Uh, what do you call it? They're gonna remake it. Who are they making it with? Uh, what's his name? Oh my god, uh, white rapper dude. Oh my god, what the hell's his name? Uh, Jack Harlow. Yes, Jack Harlow. Yes. At least he can play basketball, apparently. <laughs> um, also, one of the classiest responses on a post-game interview ever. Um, the interview, the interviewer very much was trying to sell him for the soundbite. Because uh, one of the guys was like, hey, this guy didn't think you could play at all. What do you think he meant by that? And he goes, I think we all know what he, th- what he meant by that. But, you know, the score doesn't lie. <laughs> It's like, that is the That's best great. way to sidestep that question. Well done, Jack so, Harlow. Yeah, apparently Jack Harlow is remaking White Man Can't Jump, which makes you kind of sad. Because that's such a great uh, movie. Um, yeah, White Man Can't that? Jack is uh, not only false, but not a great title. Yeah. What about you? What do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm actually going to go Space Jam. I, you know, narrative be damned, um, there... I think there is some actual tension built up in the nonsensical world of that that last game. Um, I very much enjoy it. Uh, I think probably the foundation why me and many other millennials love Bill Murray is because he <laughs> he co-started it. Um, his camarade or the the dialogue and chemistry between real people, not necessarily Looney Tunes. I actually very much like. I love Newman and his terrible character. I love uh, Larry Bird and Bill Murray talking to one another are two things that I will just enjoy on novelty value alone. Um, I also, uh, one of my favorite YouTube stumble upon the algorithm knows me too well finds is, uh, is space. Actually, I'm going to read the title because it's too good. Space. Yeah. Uh, it is by uh, a YouTuber called Jack Saint, who does very, I wouldn't say heartwarming, I'd say more like uh, intellectually crippling, in the sense that they're very, very good, but it doesn't make you feel much better about humanity. Uh, uh, cinema reviews. Uh, space, Jim, Little Dream. God dang it. What is it called? This is great. We're very professional on this podcast, guys, in case you guys didn't realize. No no. No kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Space Jam would have been on mine, too, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Right. Um, 
just it's it's a fun movie. Uh, I hate like I understand like there's obviously like you know they're throwing in like corporate stuff blah blah but like the new one was just I got super drunk for that movie and I did not like it still. So that just was not it oh, for me, man. No, it, it's not even. There we go, Space Jam, a revolutionary epic. Uh, that is the name of it. It is oh, God. fantastic. It is basically, uh, yeah, it it is a dissertation of how it is symbolism for the death of the neoliberal dream. Um, and it, <laughs> what the- it, it is fantastic. It is. Uh, <laughs> you gotta it is send about, me that link. It is an hour long. Please send um, me that link. I'm, fi- I'm finding it. I'm, I'm going to make sure that it's, like, favorited. I'm like, going to get fucking high and watch that this absolutely. weekend. I think it's, I found my weekend plans. <laughs> sure. Shit. 100%. Um, here, I'm actually going to drop a link in the description here for everybody. Yes, um, do that, please. It is an hour worth your time. One, because I think it's actually pretty funny. Uh, but two, it is a real... Oh, man. It is... Yeah, uh, it, it's a mind fuck for sure. Um, okay, there uh, you go. copying. Link. Okay, cool. Space Jam is one of those for me as well. Well, give me another one. Okay, uh, see so another one for me. Um, he got game. Way I've never there. seen He Got Game, um, dude. What, Ray, who, Ray Allen, Ray Allen playing like a high schooler, and then like his dad being Denzel Washington. Oh, okay. That's that movie. Oh, so good. Yes. Okay, that's such a fucking great movie. What about you? I am cheating here. I'm, I'm putting two in one spot because one is not a basketball movie. The other one is uh, a, a t- made-for-TV documentary. But the Bad Boys documentary, uh, 30 for 30, I would say is just some of the best like storytelling and one of my favorite eras of, of basketball. Uh, second, uh, to join I <laughs> a really weird but awesome basketball scene is American History X. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Dude. So you have Edward Norton, who is like, yeah, he's a Nazi. He's a big old racist. And he's talking about how Larry Bird's better than Magic Johnson, whatever. And then he's challenging a dude one-on-one. And you're expecting this guy to look like John Stockton reincarnate. You know, turns out he's like a white Iverson. He's like doing crossovers and spins in a behind-the-back dunk. Like, this dude's, like, hard as hell. It's one of the weirdest, uh, like, it, it's one of my favorite, why the hell is this in this <laughs> sports? Yeah, that's a, man, it's that's also, I have also not done that much research. I'm sure Hoosiers is a better movie, but I wanted to throw oh, some sure, things out yeah. there that people would not have predicted. Um, <laughs> those, those will be my, uh, those will be my three movie wrecks. Um, Damn. Well, we okay. Well, my, th- throwing that in there. If I'm gonna throw, if I'm gonna throw in a fucking uh, a, a documentary, I'm gonna throw in Hoop Dreams, dude. Mm. Oh yeah, I would have definitely accepted Hoop Dreams as that. Uh, I, that. We watched. I remember I watched that in high school. Like literally, like I think it was like my sociology class. Like we watched that. Did you think they and did I it just like, to like discourage everyone from dreaming about being a basketball player? I don't know, bro. Just like I think it's like more. I think they did it just to, like I think because you know, like in high school. I don't know about now, but like back when I was in high school, like. Literally by like April, like people would be like, "Okay, we're, you know, we already took the top, uh, the tax test." Oh my god, I'm fucking aging myself. But like, yeah, dude, it was <laughs> we it took was tax, tax or tax or, or toss, toss, dude. I forgot toss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we took to- we took the tax test, and that was it. Like it was like, okay, like 
we're done for the year basically. So we would just watch movies like every, every class for like for like a month. So like I remember that was one of the movies that we like one of the quote unquote movies. You know, it was supposed to be because we we're talking about you know like the way you know people coming up from different areas and stuff like that. And I was like, two people just super depressing, especially once you like like the after like what happened after all that. Like, like I think none of those guys are like alive anymore. Like it's crazy. Like it's really depressing actually. Oh um, man, that sucks. If I were gonna pick, if I were gonna pick a movie that isn't a documentary, uh, give me fucking Blue Chips, dude. <laughs> I've never seen Blue Chips. I've heard that dude, one's it, great with with Shaq. Yes, with Shaq, bro. That's such a good movie. Like, I want them to, I want them to bring back the whole idea. Like, which I'm happy Hustle did. You know, like Hustle bring Hustle doing the whole uh, having actual NBA players in it. You know, like having Shaq in it was cool shit. So I liked it. So. Don, are you there? I am. I, I just took a bite of very crunchy salad that I did not want the listeners to partake. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that might, yeah, that might be good. Yep, but no, I agree that like in hustle, which is kind of our next topic. We we're just talking basketball movies here. Um, I mean, man, I don't know if they better represented professional basketball on film. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's basically Rocky because that's all you can really do with these movies. You know, rags to riches kind of story. Um, I like that it's following a scout rather than like a coach. Um, I can see. I, yeah, I think it kind of plays the, the the party politics of a front office fairly well. But I also think just man, the basketball scenes are so much fun. Like, I think a good sports movie is movies that get you invested in a sport that you normally wouldn't care about. Like, yeah. like, like Creed is such a damn good boxing movie. I don't care about boxing, but I want to see Creed win. Like, uh, same with, uh, another one I'll shout out, uh, Shorzy, the Letterkenny spinoff. I am not a hockey guy and I've become a hockey guy because of that damn show. God, I love that show. It is so freaking good. Start the shout, shout out to Tim Beamer. Tim, shout out to Tim. Tim and I have, are already better friends. I know because of how much we could quote Shorzy to each other. Like <laughs> we haven't hung. I don't think he and I have ever hung out in person aside from the first Mavs meetup in like 2018. What was it 19? Like 2019, I think 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The before times. Um, it's like if there wasn't photo like photo evidence that we've been in the same building together. Yes, no, I wouldn't yeah. believe it. Almost arm and arm, like almost like sure. There's a couple arms away, but yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like the movie was so good. Like just like it's obviously it's been out for a while, so I think everyone who's wanted to see it can see it now because it's been out. But it was a really fun film. Like just like I liked seeing like the perspective of like like yeah, like technically like. Wancho, you know, Hernan Gomez is, like, the main star, but really it's Adam Sandler. Like, he really, like, builds that movie up, you know? And, I mean, there's some plot points where I'm like, they didn't, like, go anywhere with this, or, like, things, like, seemed, like, fixed or finished before then they started. I don't know, it was weird. But overall, like, overall, as a film, like, it was fine. As a basketball film, it fucking rolled. So, you know, it's kind of... I mean... I really loved uh, Anthony Edwards in it. Like, I think he does a good job of being a heel in very limited screen time. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah. like, maybe maybe that's the way to really play it. Like, and they actually did. I mean, I think it's actually kind of smart because man, most athletes can't act. Most of them, it is like 
if you want to see what most athletes look like on film, like watch like Mike or watch, uh, listen to any Joe Flacco interview. And it is just like, it is listening to paint dry. My God. Yep. It's, it is, it is a stale piece of wonder bread left out in the sun I, I this is where I need squish. Squish needs to come in here with some some seasoning, and I and, yes. and I'm missing I'm missing him dearly. But yeah, I, we are we're missing squish today. That's all right. We'll be back next week, hopefully. What what would be my character chart or my character alignment, Ruben? I couldn't figure it out. Am I chaotic good? Uh, yeah, I'd say chaotic, or like good. neutral good, maybe one of the like maybe, in, maybe, that, maybe, in that in sure. that space. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Neutral chaotic, yeah. Gotcha. That's exactly where you'd be. I'd probably be chaotic good, I think. Yeah. Or chaotic neutral sometimes, because I'm not. Depends. If it's a season, I'm chaotic. Good. I don't know. I'd say more during the off season. Really? Yeah, I think, you, I think you're pretty orderly. You keep things in check. I mean, for the podcast, yes. But everything else, no. I see. Like, I see. I got the podcast is the only time I ever try to make sure I'm, I'm the Ernie Johnson in this bitch for this. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie Johnson, the true neutral. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> um, and honestly, man, I think that kind of wraps up this, this week's podcast. Honestly, can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Dad. Uh, he's like, wait a second, wait. Now I'm hearing character alignment discussions. <laughs> no, god damn it. No. <laughs> well, everyone, educate yourselves on how Space Jam uh, talks about uh, the. Uh, the modern decline of American society and how capitalism is uh, eroding our psyche. Um, also, uh, follow us on call and we'll follow it back. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Don underscore Denim. You can find Ruben at uh, Reddit Mavericks. Uh, and, uh, it, and nothing happened, my friend. Uh, there, there was no, there was no uh, thing that led me to us discussing this aside from <laughs> uh, just it's the off season curiosity and, yeah and curiosity yes curiosity is what brings up alignment charts um anyways well do something chaotic good today folks and Please. uh do something lawful neutral and follow us and that would make us very happy but uh this yeah. has been the hoops and half of Eisen's podcast enjoy the rest of your week goodbye guys